is this some stupid, jackass, offensive, horrible, incredible, insulting Lincoln Project? Who in the hell are you commenting about Ivanka Trunk, who has raised millions of dollars for women? Who are you insulting my president, affiliating him with Giselle Maxwell? Get your fucking asses off of television or I'll file a lawsuit against you. I find you offensive. I almost want to vomit when it comes on the screen. Get your big mouth off TV and about this election. You have no right to speak and insult anybody. And I'm going to find out more about you. And you're going to be sorry what I did. What I do. I'm filing a lawsuit against you if you don't get off television. <laughs> Ivanka. Ivanka. Wait. A million. Did she say, who do you think you are insulting people after she said, <laughs> fuck you. You fucking insulting. What else did she say? I don't know. Are you ready? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Time. I didn't get it in time. Okay, we're done. Hey, you. Ruining my comedic timing here. I'm sorry. Hey, you incredibly insulting, incredible Ivanka bean, canned bean eating, promoting. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I wish I could. I need to hear it a few times. And I think maybe I'll maybe I'll come up with a. Um, like an impersonation. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. Oh my god! Yeah, I got a. Vis- oh, it's secretly got, timid, by the way. <laughs> I got a vision of what that woman looks like. What does she look like? I have one too. Let's in compare. My in my vision, she has like really stringy, like mousy brownish blonde hair, like really big that she ties up in like a big ponytail. She's overweight, white, wrinkly skin, glasses. She always wears like. Like old T-shirts in public with like really off, like just ill-flattering shorts, and she has like horribly big cellulited legs and uh, big old white tube to- uh, socks and uh, sneakers, like Keds type sneakers, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she snips coupons, and she argues a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, big glasses, like big, like eighties glasses. glasses. Yeah, totally. Where the they they connect with the lenses, like at the bottom. Connect with the lenses at the bottom. Yeah, you know the ones that were not square, but they weren't round either, and they were just kind of like big plastic ones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I imagine that she uh, married her high school sweetheart, popped out some children. They popped out some children, and she still lives in the town that she grew up. Well, I certainly hope she popped out some children. And now she just she's just very. She's a national treasure. Cuckoo for Trumpy. Um, I felt like maybe her grammar was a just a slightly too. She caught herself. Good, for. Well, she didn't even say anything wrong. She just changed the tense because she realized that that she also is going to do that, and you're going to look back on it in fear. In this is future. not a. This is not a dumb woman. This well, is not an uneducated woman. This I don't, is a gullible woman. I don't know that. I wouldn't say she's not dumb. She's I don't know if I would say she's not dumb. I I I would say she's she's got some amount of education that she retained. Yeah. Okay. That's that's better. Um. And I got I got a picture of a slightly older lady than yeah, what older. you're describing. Like oh, it's a grandmother. Grandmothers are old. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But but like um like gray hair where the ladies like pick it so it looks like <gasps> really voluminous, but it's yeah. actually just like cotton, you know? Mm-hmm. Like uh like just a puff. Like it's 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 thinning so they volumize. Right. It. And then they like it looks aqua like candy, yeah. Aqua net it. Yeah. Um like that. Glasses also I didn't. I didn't get a. 
I don't have a visual image of, of what the glasses look like, so I'll default to yours. Um, does wear t-shirts. They're not necessarily old, but they're, they're certainly generic, probably from Walmart or Kmart, like with like a floral print, um, and some like very sensible, like elastic waistband shorts. (laughs) So you you both have t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's hot outside, John. Um, I don't know where she lives, but I assume it's, it's warm where that is. (laughs) Probably hell. She's getting ready for her trip. Um, More like she's stocking up on ammunition to take us all down once Trump loses election. I don't think this lady has a weapon. I think that's why, I think that's part of the reason why she's so like, her words, she's straining so much to get her words out because she feels powerless because you know how a gun just makes you feel like you're on top of the world, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like I would fucking know. (laughs) Um, but I don't think she has, I don't think this lady has a gun. So I don't, I think she would seem like the type of person during the civil war, she would like reload the weapons and pass them off. Mm. I feel like she's actually that too... might be too masculine a trait to do. She would probably just hide with the children somewhere while the men and sons, she definitely seems like the type of woman who would be like, how dare we? They ask us to work. A woman's place is in the kitchen. She would she would shout insults because people were insulting other people, and then she'd hide behind a bush or something. <laughs> That's what she would do. Um, her her name is maybe Patricia. Patricia, it could be a Patricia. Uh, Denise. Oh no, Denise is too young. It might be too young. You're right. Um, I was gonna say honestly, the Karen. Joanne. Patricia, or Joanne. Joanne. She could be a Joanne. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting. So. I hope we get a call from her. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize if my uh, just the visual. I guess is kind of uh, it was not nice. Well, that's the funny part about it, though, right? Is that we're we're not very describing. Woke. Stereotypes, and we're we're not at all woke. Uh, the the featured song today is by oh man, uh, Benny Benet Benny B E N E E. She is from New Zealand. Okay. The song is called Night Garden, and it features Kenny Beats and Bacar. Night Garden. Night Garden. Okay. Enjoy it. Like it. Buy her album. Night Garden. It doesn't sound very successful in Night Garden. Uh, I think of uh, the Mo- Venice the Menace movie with that flower that boomed at, bloomed at midnight. Do you remember the Dennis the Menace movie? <laughs> I vaguely remember. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Uh, that kid was in uh, Rushmore. Oh, really? I thought he, I just assumed that he died. The Dennis the Menace kid? The yeah. one from back in the day? Yeah. Oh, no, he was in Rushmore. And he was in nothing else. Uh, he was in other things. I can't remember what though. I mean, I didn't follow him. It's not like he had like an OnlyFans account and I just <laughs> followed him forever and ever. <laughs> uh, man, what's his name from, uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street died? Johnny Depp? No. He wishes he's, he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically, yeah, he does. The, uh, the actor he played, Nancy's father, whose name just eludes my brain right now and makes me sad. Is he the uh, creepy guy from Twin Peaks or? Possibly. I know he was in, uh, I want to say like the Million Dollar Man or John something. Oh, John is a very common name as I've been told today. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. It does. It makes me sad, though, that he passed away because, you know, I was such a huge fan of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, was he a cop? John Saxon. Yeah. Was his name. Yeah. Yeah. Was he in fucking. May, no, maybe I'm, I'm thinking of somebody he else. He was one of Sorry. those actors that was in a lot of stuff. He would just pop in. You'd be like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know? you don't ever remember him. Yeah, like he wouldn't have a John Saxon poster on your wall. <laughs> Tom Skerritt. <laughs> Ew, Tom Skerritt. I can't get the image of his ass banging Drew Barrymore from that Poison Ivy movie. Oh, I haven't head. seen that in a long time. What a fucking horrible 
trope, by the way. Yeah, the, the, the teenage trope. seductress. Mm-hmm. It's all her fault. She's evil and crazy. And I'm a middle-aged white man and I bear no responsibility for my actions or any consequences subsequently. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Same thing with... Uh, what was that other one with uh, Carrie Elways was like a reporter. And oh, yeah, yeah. What's uh, that? Oh, man, man. Ah, that was, was that? For the Crush. Yeah, who was, who played the Silver Alicia Silverstone? Silverstone. Yeah. yeah. Shell Silverstein. Yeah. Did... So, I think he wrote it. No. <laughs> you believed me. <laughs> I saw your face. Well, you know, writers sometimes they have like they have like the the pen name for the kid account, Come on, and no. the pen name for the adult account. And <laughs> Shel Silverstein, I loved his book. I wonder if the Twits would ever uh, be produced into a film. Did you ever re- read that one? The Twits. Yeah, it was a uh, husband and wife that were so awful that they. I don't. I mean, they were just awful people. I mean, as popular as Twitter is currently, I believe that now is the time to make that film. The Twits book. Oh, it looks like there was possibly, they wanted to... uh, Option it. Yeah, the Twit. Oh, it was Roald Dahl, though, not Shel Silverstein. Whoopsies. Yeah, they were different different guys. The Twits is a humorous children's book written by Roald Dahl and illustrated by blah, blah, blah. The Twits was adapted for the stage in November of 2007. Roald Dahl was uh, essentially a... A horror writer, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, I like that. Oh, God, the getting tree. Oh, man. What a sad, sad book. I don't want to talk about sad books or movies. Do you know how octopuses have sex? Octopi? Mm, they they bang octomom? No. <laughs> the male octopus rips off his penis and throws it at the female octopus so that she can uh Nuh-uh. yeah hold on a second let me think about this <laughs> and then he grows a new one back oh so somebody like on the article for her convenience i don't know someone in the article kind of said, said he literally takes his dick off and says go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of nice though because then she doesn't have to tolerate him yeah that was that uh, just give me what i want and get out of here <laughs> that was hot off the heels of that have you seen that photo of that don't act like you haven't said that to someone before oh god i've said some awful things oh my god i'm just reminding of something off like i walked i walked into some shit at like work. actual shit no theoretical shit of my own doing mm. um it was funny so during my morning meeting um one of my coworkers, who I guess uh, she does not follow the golden rule that I have, which is like any sort of Facebook, Twitter account. And as long as we're coworkers, we are not friends on that. You know, like there is a clear separation. Um, but she doesn't follow that rule. So another one of our coworkers, a male, had announced that his wife was expecting on on Facebook. So the first thing she did was tell us all, and I was like, oh. Like, that's so shitty of you. You ruined his moment. He was probably going to tell us all, or maybe he didn't want to tell us. And so, in, or maybe but, they're getting rid of it. <laughs> or maybe they're getting rid of it. Um, and during the middle of my, um, my rants, he popped on the line and he was like, oh no, it's fine. And then I was like, please tell me you're not going to do one of those ridiculous gender reveal parties oh, that man. are. And sure enough, he was that's like, "That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Stupid. I don't understand. Fucking them. stupid. I really don't. They're it's insulting. It's so arrogant to believe that everyone else is so wrapped up in your investment, your yeah. biological investment. I don't give a fuck. I just always feel bad for like because everybody cheers and claps, but they cheer and clap regardless, right? They're not going to be like, "Oh, it's a girl." I might do that if I were drunk. Aww. We were hoping for the other one, yeah. but he oh. did admit that he's hoping for a girl, and he will. Be- Is she gonna keep her last name? Because otherwise, <laughs> you're. He line said is he was. He would be done. a little disappointed if it if he kicks the soccer ball and it comes out blue. Let me clarify here. It's not that I don't give a fuck about children. I think they're funny. They mm-hmm. say dumb shit all the time that makes me laugh. They're small. They can you know get into small places. They have little hands. They can like you know needle screw little bolts on or mm-hmm. i guess they're nuts i don't know i didn't want to say nuts in the context of kids because you know how people are with senses of humor but um you know they're 
fine. Children are fine. I just like, I don't understand why. It's like, it's just, it's the same thing with marriage. Like, why? Why? Like, mm. I married my best friend. Yeah, go good for you. And you're going to divorce your best friend in five years. Or you're going to stay married to them for the rest of your life and make all your friends miserable because you're unhappy. Oh. That's what's going to happen if you don't divorce them or if someone doesn't die. Um, I like when my friends are happy. We can have a party, but do I have to spend $1,000 to get to Mm-hmm. your happiness your destination wedding i'd rather not um that being said i'll note that no one has invited me to a wedding in quite a long time so keep listening you guys i appreciate your your uh, receptiveness to my tell me if i start smacking i'm chewing gum and i shouldn't be chewing gum while recording are you saying that as a passive aggressive move because i'm also chewing gum and i'm smacking no okay. I, no i wasn't i was too uh self-conscious of my own smacking to oh, you were smacking john but. But I know that there are a lot of people that have that. Look, it's they're very sensitive to sound. It's the least offensive thing that we do on this show. Mm. Is chewing smack. I was, I was like, I'm gonna invite so and so, and then I'm like, wait, I need to like give it a couple episodes (laughs) (laughs) in case they listen to the last one before they agree to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, wait till we have a good one. (laughs) That's really positive and um, funny. Yeah, when's that gonna happen? Today. Uh, hey, so you were talking about work. Um, I had a an interesting phone call with uh, someone, a patient at work this week. Um, I called them to do a um, an assessment, and uh, so we did the first part, um, which was very short, and then I think it was like a tobacco screening or something. Anyway, um, he goes. And I started to do the diagnostic stuff and he goes, okay, we're like, I don't know, five minutes into it or something. He goes, uh, hold on one minute. I don't want to do, I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to do any of your fucking assessment shit. I just want to know, can you give me my drugs? That's all I want to know. And I said, um, which drugs are you talking about? And he said, um, my ADHD drugs that I get from my, uh, my current primary care doctor or whatever, um, can, and I started talking, he goes, no, can you get me my drugs today? And I said, well, um, I am the first step in that process. Uh, he's like, are you a licensed psychologist? And I said, uh, no, as I stated at the beginning of the call, I am not a licensed psychologist. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Um, we do the same thing. And he goes, nope. Waka, waka. Stop right there. <laughs> Get off the phone. I want you to have a licensed psychologist call me. And I want my drugs. And I said, okay, well. Um, and I'm trying to tell him things that he needs to know. And he's like, no, look, I am, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Uh, uh, side note, I I don't give a fuck emotionally (laughs) about you. I'm not at all invested on a personal level. I would just like to get this done. Um, I didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the conversation. Uh, but this this system is bullshit and blah blah blah. Um, so, and he's talking to me like I'm a kid. So, why don't you do this and do this and do this? Okay, this conversation is over. And I said, alrighty, bye bye. And I hung up the phone. And then I said quietly to myself, psychologists don't prescribe medication, yeah. silly Billy. <laughs> um. So, I don't know how that went, but anyway. <laughs> Is he an older gentleman? Uh, you can't really tell. No, I, I mean, I have his, his records up in front of me. I know exactly Uh-oh. how old he is. Uh, he's like late, late 40s, early 50s. He sounded much older, but he has emphysema. Um. So, um, anyway, he was unpleasant. 
<laughs> which made my already stupid day even stupider. So that was, I, I didn't enjoy that. Well, how was the rest of your week? Did you watch any good programs on the television? Outside of work? Yes. Because um, obviously I don't watch TV at work. Um, no, not really. I mean, I I hung out with, uh, with the Joel. I went on some good uh, drives, saw some interesting places. You discovered Fort Worth more? I went, yeah, I drove around East Fort Worth and saw some historic buildings. There's a, there's a massive, like, old public high school that is abandoned on the east side Ooh, just like sitting there like don't want to go there they're not even like i mean it's it's partially boarded up it's like they don't even remember that it's there mm-hmm. like a lot of times they'll put like fencing around uh, i'm sure there are people in there oh definitely there are definitely people in there there were people outside of it at oh. the time. It reminds me of that place in new york that abandoned uh, mental health facility oh um cropsy is that the island place yeah. where they found all that creepy shit? Oh, Cro- Cropsy was the name of the uh, the documentary, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think Cropsy. Is that the was one with person. Geraldo Rivera where he went in there and they saw the the conditions so. yeah. that were horrible? Yeah. And then uh, I think wasn't that kind of one of the plots for one of the American horror stories? I think season two. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, deinstitutionalization is a very a uh, complex conversation I'd like to have with you at some point. But anyway, um, yeah, so usually they put like a fence around, especially because it's a public building. I assume the city still owns it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, there's nothing. It's just it's just there. It's massive, and it's a beautiful building. Um, so I drove around that a little bit, and some like really incredible old houses that are, like I, I saw this, it, it's very near that that old high school there was this big um looks like a late 19th century probably house it's two stories it's got these massive columns from afar it looks like it's in okay shape but you and it's got all this like very elaborate landscaping like stonework around it and you drive up to it and you see that like it's falling apart and i thought it was abandoned until i saw there was a lady sitting on the porch um like I guess she was selling t-shirts. She put like used t-shirts on these hangers and hung them on like a chain link fence. Hmm. She looked like she lived there. So I don't know what's going on with that. But um, lots of fucking awesome architecture in Fort Worth, I have to say. That's cool. uh, Also went to Dallas, saw little Isaac, had lunch at Cindy's Deli downtown, which was tasty. Oh, that's where, Cindy uh, Sully, that's where um, Jimmy always goes to lunch. She, Downtown? Lo- or no, he goes to the one that's right on off 75. 75. Near the casket store. Yeah, he loves Cindy's. <laughs> it's tasty. Yeah. Uh, the one on 75, I actually like the building better because it's very like late 60s, early 70s. Mm-hmm. They haven't really changed anything, so I enjoy that about it. It's good. It's a good Jewish deli. Yes. I don't think it's run by Jewish people anymore, though. I believe there's an Asian family that owns it. I don't know if they own both of the locations or not, but. So, just anecdotal information for you. <laughs> How's your week? Um, a couple of good, great, a couple of great things happened. I got my tattoo filled in, but that was kind of bittersweet. Yeah, I see your arm looks like. Yeah, I had a really that looks bad, bad reaction to the Saniderm. Saniderm's kind of like the, the wrap that they use now. Uh, that allows the, the the skin to heal while keeping the 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 fresh tattoo fresh instead of drying out and scabbing and all that stuff. Um, and I've never had a bad reaction before, but this time I really did. So I took it off a little bit earlier than I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened while I was getting uh, tattooed? Um, there's an apprentice at the shop, uh, very nice guy, young guy. And they were just treating him like shit. I didn't notice it before, but this tattoo shop, it's my artist and then two female tattoo uh, uh, artists were there. I don't know why, but their gender doesn't really matter. That was weird of me to say. I take it back. And uh, my artist was laughing whenever the other artist would like really rip into him, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, just... Like hazing? 
kind. It's exactly like hazing. I was calling it bullying. Like just treating him like shit. Or is he just an asshole? He is not an asshole. This okay. is very sweet young guy. Maybe he's sweet now because they hazed him so hard in the beginning and he became no. less of an asshole. For ex- like he would be just be watching my tattoo artist working and then the other tattoo artist would, would yell at him. Like if somebody would come in to the, the shop, she would yell at him if he wasn't already up there to greet them. But very publicly and, you know, using very abusive language. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to tell you again, blah, 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 blah. You know, like ripping him a new asshole. And my artist would laugh at it because he thought it was hysterical. And meanwhile, I'm like, this isn't funny. You shouldn't treat people that way. Especially not in front of customers. Exactly. Without context. Exactly. If, the, if, there's, if there's a reasonable explanation for this, your customers at least need to know the context of and that. And it was like a game. Like my artist thought it was hilarious. Like, oh my God, he's ripping into or she's Ew. ripping into him again. And I reminded him, I was like, this language, it sounds, because oh, then I, I said, that's, you know, why don't you, why don't you guys be more, you know, nice to this, this guy, this kid. I mean, yeah. he was probably like very early 20s. When I say young, he's very young. Mm-hmm. Um and Myers has said, well, you know, when I was an apprentice, it, I got it just as bad. So it's like this repeated type of God cycle. Damn. And I told him, I was like, that's the exact same language like an abusive parent says while they're abusing yeah. their child. Or fucking frat. It, and it, Yeah, and it made me so uncomfortable. What did your artist say to that? Um, he said, well, I'm not his parent. <laughs> I was like, good point. But, you know, and so it really so made me. So stop talking to him like his dad. Well, it made me kind of question because my artist on Instagram and stuff, he really promotes positivity and being kind to others. And That's I'm like, weird. It sounds like there's a missing piece here. I'm not saying that there is, the but it just sounds very bizarre. He, he's an apprentice for a different artist who is not in the shop. And my knowledge was that the artist that, that he's an apprentice for, he's kind of a bigger named, kind of a local celebrity. Mm-hmm. And the other artists are tired of him being in the shop when his the person that he should be mentoring is not there okay i don't I mean i don't know i i'm only i was only for, there for like six hours no, so i'm just yeah, trying I get, to I get fill that. in the, the missing pieces um so but there is this the tradition almost like a fraternity where you have to haze the new guy in do you want to continue to to uh patronize the services of somebody with such little insight if if this is all of the information that we need to understand what is going on here mm-hmm. uh and it is what it appears do you want to i know somebody like that that's what that's that's because exactly if, what i'm questioning if yeah, he's the other then, like promoting like positivity and anti-bullying and whatever uh and he's not doing it. Then yeah, he's just I don't. Like, I don't want to give my money to hypocrites, but I love his art. Superficial, um, but it is causing me to question that. And uh, like, mm. just for example, the other shot that I would go to with the artist who's completely unreliable, which is why I stopped going to her because I mean, you would email her and she sometimes respond. Sometimes she'd respond weeks later. I mean, it's just like really aggravating. But they had apprentices at that shop the entire time, and it was a completely different environment. Yeah, like they would have like drawing contests for the apprentices and like silly, like still hazing type stuff. Like make, they'd make them do silly things, but it was never like mean spirited. You know, I just don't, I don't like, I don't like that, that per- perpetual violence of any kind. It's, yeah. It reminded me like when I first started my job at the company I currently work for was a completely different environment and con- di- completely different leadership structure. And it was really just a poorly run company. Um, some of my coworkers tried to do that shit to me and I was like, you know, no, (laughs) you're not going to treat me like shit here. What the fuck? Again, if, if we are understanding this correctly and we're not missing some important context, uh, it's, it's definitely like tearing this kid up. I remember being that age and having an internship at a, a local magazine (laughs) in (laughs) Dallas, Working in for the fashion department. Dallas? Mm-hmm. You mean Dallas? In big <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> and uh, man, like the lady I worked for was, I mean, I didn't know anything about what I do now for a living. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I didn't realize, but like she was. Like, there was no predicting her behavior. 
and you know like she was the fashion editor which i held up as being pretty important and uh so i kind of looked up to her and she would just like i i actually had an incident uh like they did on wayne's world where he's talking about um like a rock star telling a roadie like i want a a bowl full of uh light brown m&ms i want you to fill it up but only with that color like Mm -hmm. i i actually had a situation like that once for a photo shoot where i had to fill a a fishbowl up with like a certain color of candy just for her consumption not no no no. not for the shoot no for the shoot it was a prop but it's not like you can go out and say i'm i can't remember what the candy was but it's not like you can go out and say like can i have a bag well at least not then you might be able to now because it's 2020 and things are bizarre but can i have a bag full of uh brown yeah 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 filter them all out yeah green m&ms can i have that like you have to buy a fuck ton and they don't give you any money well sometimes she gave me money to go buy the stuff but sometimes i'd have to use my own money and then they would allegedly pay you back later through your expense report but anyway um that and then i fucking dropped it on the way to the shoot Mm. and I almost cried because I knew that she was going to lose her shit. So I had to go out again and get more and uh, just like stuff like that, like shouting at me in front of people yeah. that destroyed me like every day. That was the m- one of the most emotionally labor intensive jobs I've ever had. And I didn't even fucking get paid for it. And I didn't get college credit as it turned out. I just did it for fun. <laughs> and so I could talk about it on a podcast. Twenty something years later yeah. 19 years later yeah it kind of it was breaking my heart a little bit because it he at the very end um i was there like when the shop closed and it was interesting so there's three artists my artists and two other artists one of the artists was the one that was being really mean to him the other artist was being very nice to him and then my artist was kind of laughing at the abuse mm-hmm. um but i ever heard at the very end um when the abusive artists had left uh, the nice artists, uh, uh, I could hear them talking in the break room and she said, no, it's okay. Don't worry. Do not take it personally. Mm. So clearly he, it's affecting him. Yeah. And this guy's always been nothing but nice, like super sweet, you know, like I'd walk in and he, you know, remember what I was getting, going to have done. I mean, he was just very pleasant. You'd think that he's being, a sweetheart. Being a pleasant sweetheart. would would discourage them from continuing to treat him that way, but it doesn't sound like that's what's no, happening. It sounds so like maybe it's even the opposite, down. you know, but they're definitely like, they get hard ons for like making this guy run around. That's gross, dude. Do you know what happened a lady at the on. end of that internship? Did I tell you? What? Uh, when I was in the office and the publisher and some other dude that was high up, uh, was in the office you could hear them shouting at my boss and she came out like crying um, with a banker box full of her shit and she got fired and the like publisher comes out and he's like standing next to me. He, he doesn't see me. I'm sitting down at a desk and he's got his hands on his hips and he's looking around mad kind of fuming. And I said, um, <laughs> what should I do now? And he goes, and he looks at me and he says, who are you? <laughs> so I said, no one. And then I left and I never went back. <laughs> the end. You know what I hate looking back at, on some of the, uh, man, when I worked at Anchor Blue, I think I've talked about this on the show before. If I know now, or what? If I, what's that saying? If I knew then what I know now, I could have fucking sued the pants off of that company for the amount of- Pun intended. S- did they sell pants? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, You. I, I think you worked at the Collin Creek Mall when I worked at Anchor Blue. because I did our places work at were Signature like, Images. I could see you through the- I couldn't see you, but I could see Signature Images through the, one of the side windows. I should have gotten an OnlyFans account. <laughs> oh, God. Well, since you were watching me. That place. I mean, so much <laughs> sexual harassment. That manager. Dude, it was the 90s. I mean, so inappropriate. She oh, yeah. was in her 30s. We were all teenagers. I think I was 19 years old. She knew better. 
And the fact that a manager in another store, a man in his 30s, was banging one of the gross. teen workers. Ooh, and as teens, gross. we thought it was cool. But no, it was not cool at all. Oh, look, I was a high school girl. I know. <sighs> you think it makes you a cool teenager? It just makes him a really gross adult. Yeah. I know, dude. Um, when I worked at Wolf Camera, we had a my manager uh, would like make extra prints of of, of, of like prints that come out well like women who like brought in rolls of film or just whoever brought in rolls of film like if they went to the beach and took pictures and there was a woman in bikini or something like he would make extras for himself it was so fucking gross. disgusting um sometimes he would have us make extras for oh, him because he was busy one time they held a i was the only woman that worked well i was a girl i guess um i was the only girl that worked in the office and uh, he held a business meeting at Hooters one night, and I was like, I don't want to go to this. He's like, well, you don't have to go if you don't want to. But we're going to be talking about business. so At Hooters. Yeah. So That was fun. I think it was like 16 or 17. Jesus. Jesus yeah. Christo. I mean, gross. like thinking about Hooters, like there's a Hooters, there's a... Uh, What's the other one? Twin. There's a Peaks. Is it Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks, yeah. With all these restaurants. Restaurants. It's like on one hand, you know, I don't shame the the women that work there because they've got to make a buck. But the other end, it's so gross. And they're they're so like marketed gross. as family restaurants. Like you I take know. your kids there. Yeah, I see it all the time. Like I don't. I mean, I don't go to Starbucks as much anymore. But when I would go to Starbucks, it was right next door to Twin Peaks, and I'd see men take their sons in there. I'm like, this is a great lesson, Dad, that you're teaching your. I had this boys. argument with Baby Arm once during lunch. He it's was disgusting. He was like, "It's a family place." And it's not a fucking like, family place, dude. You're fucking. Uh, you're like you're you're. He tried to take the um what what he imagined a liberal would say, like make that argument, like you're trying to shame these women for working there. And I was like, no, dude, look, you're taking your daughter in there and you're telling her, I mean, she's observing how grown men are treating these women mm -hmm. and ogling them. Is it ogling? Ogling. Ogling them. Uh, ogring them. <laughs> and uh, she's getting the message. I mean, you took her there, so she's getting the message that you think that that's okay, and she looks up to you, so she's going to think that that's okay, and that's not okay, dude. Yeah. And he, like, he didn't concede, but I could see, see the wheels turning. He at least considers what you say, which I appreciate. Like, when but. I was watching the UFC last night with Jimmy, and they had the ring girls there, I was just like, Ugh. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't, there's nothing against her. She's you know, making a buck. Yeah. But it's a, you know, like it's a, it's a cycle. How do it's you get off weird, the merry-go-round? Yeah, it's around. just weird. Like why, why, why are the ring girls there? Do we not know? They're called ring girls. They're not even girls. They're yeah. women. If there's, there are girls, there's one you're ring, fucking gross. ring guy though. And he is gorgeous. Elias. I don't, Ooh. I can't pronounce his last name. A Canadian MMA fighter who's also a slash model and he he will put on short shorts and do the he's ring not called a too. ring boy is he i think he is actually called a ring boy Ooh, think about that <laughs> that makes but me think of butthole but <laughs> ew yeah but there's still a different but. reaction to him uh -huh. like him it's it's kind of like comical in a way whereas yeah. the women it's definitely more sexual even even though he is wearing short shorts you know it's right the, well the that's lens, part of the joke right yeah like he's different. in on the joke it's different yeah um because, you know, I mean, women being treated equally is hilarious. <laughs> That's a hilarious joke. Something Silly. else cool happened What's to that? me. Tell me. Um, on Twitter, I'm trying to recreate my Twitter image, and it's hard. It is fucking hard. What's a Twitter image? I'm trying to use it in a more positive way and not be not use it to like tell people to go fuck themselves and to quote, call people out. That doesn't sound like out. you, John. I, well, what? I can't tell if you're being serious or sarcastic. Exactly. Okay. Um, but anyway, I'm trying to be like, you know, if you have something bad to say, don't keep it to yourself. And it's actually kind of hard to do. Oh, yeah. Um, but it just so happened, uh, a person that I really look up to and have looked up to for a while, Jennifer Shahade, uh, followed me uh, randomly on uh, Twitter. And I'm like, now I'm like, oh, shit, Jennifer, please don't read any of my old stuff where I'm being awful to people was, this is the old john you can name it old john <laughs> and new john jennifer shahade she's a uh, poker pro and a chess pro very smart smart woman mm -hmm. um i think the one that 
that got her over. She posted this poll on Twitter and said, like, what piece do you feel like today? And one of them was like a king, queen, a pawn, you know, like all the different chess pieces. And I voted uh, king, queen. I said, always a queen. And I used uh, the drama llama gif. What's drama llama? <laughs> you haven't seen that one? The gif where that's walking around and when the llama gets into like camera view, it flips his head up. No, I haven't seen I'll, that. I'll show it to you later. It's okay. hilarious. Man, I'm sorry so many of your references are lost on me. I'm not sorry enough to do something about it, but it's I just okay, want you to lady. know that I that I'm I wish that I could connect with you <laughs> in your world popular culture. And then while we're on this top topic, did you see the uh, drama llama? Anastasio Ocasio Cortez. Uh, yes, I did fucking see that. Uh, not only did I see it, I read the whole goddamn article this time. You know that one of the guys there was from Texas, Roger Williams. Ted Yoho. Ted Yoho's from Florida. Right. Roger Williams is yeah buddy was talking to him from Texas, right. and I think I think he represents Austin. Oh, um, that's not going to go over very well. No, we're all we're all showering him with. Uh, Gifts. shit on with on gi- twitter with the gifs yeah of drama llama uh yeah man i mean she fucking hit the nail on the head dude what is that noise what is it it's my phone um yeah still- you can't like fucking it's not just there's there's a surrounding context she okay so ted yoho insults somebody but it's not just, he didn't insult one of his peers, one of his, you know, middle-aged white dude Republican peers. He insulted a young woman who is a junior senator, right? And um, Or a congressperson. And there, I always get confused, senator versus There's like a whole, I mean, there's a historical context surrounding this. and And that's what, like... People that don't, people that say shit like that and do shit like that, they are omitting that because, and they say, oh, well, that, that doesn't matter. It's, this is what it is. You take it at its face value, but it's not that. It's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just, I mean, like my fucking dad does the same thing, you know, like I grew up seeing him like as soon as a like a woman politician would come on and start saying something. He does it with fucking uh, Nancy Pelosi now. Like as soon as she opens her mouth or anything that mentions her name, he laughs like she's a joke, like automatically discounting her as a person and as an equal. Um, And then it taught me that everything that that person says afterwards, no dude is listening to anyway. Mm -hmm. So I grew up kind of, thinking that women were dumb, including myself, I guess. Wow. Uh, and that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably not going to talk about that when he comes this weekend. I don't think <laughs> I don't think that uh, two days is enough time. It's but. also, did you see any of his reaction that prompted her reaction? Any of his speech? Because it's interesting that these men, they always hide behind their passions. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, women I are the apologize for my passion. <laughs> yeah, but women are the emotionally unstable ones. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your and Roger passion. Williams. He's hasn't hysterical, said shit. John. Yeah. He's hysterical. And all both of them are family values, you know. Yeah. And somebody I don't I don't I don't think it was uh AOC, but somebody brought up like, You've got a daughter and he's she like did, yeah. he's like, uh what did he say? I uh I value my daughters and this isn't like just because you say that it's not detrimental to, mm-hmm. you know, what also is development so annoying, so annoying is that the media clamped down on the fact that she read the, the phrase fucking bitch into the record. Like that's what that, that's what they were like. Oh, she right. said a bad word. But she as fucking she, should. Yeah. But what, as she pointed out that she's two years younger than Yoho's youngest daughter Mm -hmm. fucking bitch yeah god damn it man god damn it it made me so fucking angry when i saw that my face got red um did you sweat a little 
Well, I'm always sweating a little. That's good. That's good. Your body needs to keep cool. <laughs> I was in my, my fitness group, there's a woman who's like, is it weird that I don't sweat? Like, I, my face turns red, but I don't really sweat. Yes. Everybody's like, you need to go to a dermatologist because that's called blah, 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 blah. And you need to. Oh She's my like, God. maybe that's why I'm fatigued a lot. And like, yeah, your body's overheating. I know we're talking about uh, sexism just before this, but I sweat when I vacuum. I'm just I using that as an example too. because we're, I do. Our bodies are not made for Texas. Dude, I don't know where my body is made for, but I've never been there. Germany? It's cold in Germany, isn't it? I mean, it's cold lots of places. It just, I don't know. Maybe. That's what I tell myself. Like, that's why I, I uh, tan and burn easily. I'm like, well. Speaking of bodies... Let's talk about the dream I had this morning. Yeah. When I got up. Let's talk about it. I uh, I immediately sent this incredibly long text message to Joel because I knew that if I didn't record it, that I would forget and uh, that Joel is one of the few people that would not get irritated with me sending such a long text message it didn't have anything to do with him i just wanted it on the record so okay. i can remember oh later. that is so, a lot of text oh yeah look at all this this is a <laughs> that's a long text so um uh so what i often do i don't know if this is true for you but if i'm sleeping i'd been woken up a couple times this morning like my dad called so i had to turn uh the phone off <laughs> um and did I you talk up. to him or no. you just not answer? No, I just turned, turned it, it off, off and I went <laughs> back to sleep. Um, but when my dad called and I woke up, I knew that I had to pee. Yeah. But I was too lazy to pee. When I was little, I would be able to just like rub off and then it would put me to sleep and then I'd forget that I had to pee. Um, By rub off, you're meaning masturbate? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. I, if I, if I want to masturbate and I have to pee, I've got to pee first or it's just not comfortable. Uh, I guess that's an anatomy Nothing thing. gets in the way of me masturbating okay. is the point of that. But um, but that doesn't work so much anymore now that I'm older. So, um, I mean, it still works sometimes. You get so a, little, anyway. a little leaky. <laughs> Not yet, but it's coming. So, uh, pun intended. So, I, um, uh, so I went back to sleep and um, I noticed that this is what happens throughout my life. Like if I'm sleeping and I'm trying to force myself not to wake up to go to the bathroom. So I had this dream that I was uh, driving with my mom in Peoria, Illinois, where I grew up in my neighborhood, except that it was more urban because um, it had office buildings in it and things. Um, we're driving around and uh, we go into this architectural firm Um and my mom needs to talk to somebody there. And uh, I'm reading like, you know, they have a list of the people that work there and where their offices are. And I saw the names of uh, social workers that I've worked with. And I was like, why are they working here? And I saw a social worker that I used to work with. And I said, it says that so-and-so is a, an interior designer. And they said, oh, yeah, uh, we all became interior designers uh, after 2020. <laughs> I was like, oh how do I do that? I would like to do that. And she's like, well, she gave me this explanation that, that basically said I had to go back to school, which I was not going to do. So I lost interest, but I said like, is there a bathroom around here? I have to pee. And she's like, yeah, it's over there. So I went and I remember they were these like really kind of nice, mm, heavy woodwork, like kind of a Victorian interior bathroom uh with these like nice private stalls what i thought were private stalls and like really nice toilets with like a bidet it was like like all kinds of paper um and uh i go like i'm putting paper on the toilet seat and i realize that it's you actually do that yeah oh yeah why uh psychologically it makes me feel better okay yeah because it doesn't do anything no i know um your legs are clean i guess and your ass. Except the toilet paper actually is very absorbent. And so when people flush the toilet, the aerosol is probably absorbed by the toilet paper, which makes it dirtier, actually, probably. Oh. Um, that's what I've been thinking about um, in the past. So uh, I realized that there's actually a door in the stall like like they have in those adjoining hotel rooms. Oh, who gets those? 
uh, well, we've, yeah. sorry, sorry so, to distract. So the lady in the stall next to me, like opens the door and she comes in and she's got like this, like rolled up used, <gasps> uh, sanitary. Oh my gosh. They call them napkins, but come on, you're not wiping anything. Yeah. Um, you dab. So, uh, <laughs> she wants to like put it in the, in the, uh, waste bin in my, in my stall. So she does. And she goes, she damn it we're back (laughs) second time we've been cut off that i have had incredible momentum in a story that has just been cut off at the knees because you're on a mac right now i don't even feel that enthusiastic about it no you're doing great i was there with you it didn't we didn't miss too much of it to start where we're at the okay let's see in the in the stall so It's like one of those stalls. The the stall has a door like they do in adjoining hotel rooms. Um, and you say, who does that? Families. Go on, is what you said. <laughs> so, uh, so this woman comes through. I think we're to this point now. So the woman comes through the door and she uh, has a wrapped up sanitary napkin. And then I said something like, because why do they call it napkin? You don't wipe you. We dab. dab. And then you laughed. And then... She puts it in the waste bin and she goes back through the door. Um, And then I go to pee and I realize that the waste from the toilet doesn't go anywhere but to a bin on the side that collects all the waste. And then attached is this little shovel like you use with a with a litter box. So you um, uh, you're supposed to take the shovel and scoop up the litter uh, or the whatever it is, and put it in a larger trash can that's in near the sinks in the common area of the bathroom, uh, which has not been done for this particular toilet for quite a while. So I wasn't going to do that. So I went to the stall next to me because that woman was gone now. And I realized that not only did it have the same toilet system, but it also had um, a... Uh, I mean, it looked like someone had dragged a corpse covered in human feces, like through the stall itself. So I wasn't going to stay there. So I hear Cousin Nini calling my name in the lobby. So I go out and I said, we have to get out of here. I washed my hands, of course. Uh, I said, we have to get out of here. We have to find a bathroom. I have to pee really, really badly. Um, And then so we're walking in the street and there's a house across the way that is this Victorian looking residential uh, building and uh, there's a teenage boy and a wife beater uh, tank top on the second floor hanging out the window um, and there's a guy in his 50s or 60s uh, on a like flip cell phone on the first floor near the front door saying you have to stay away from my brother and somehow I knew that that was actually his brother who was much older I don't understand why that is the case Um their parents were very much in love, apparently. Um, and uh, then we went to look for a bathroom, and then I woke up. And then I sent uh, Cousin Nini all of that story also. Um, and there was, this is going to be funny to anybody, except if he listens to this. Uh, we used to, um, we used, you know how you mishear lyrics and songs. So oh, yeah. When we were little, there was that Tears for Fear song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I heard it as Everybody Wants to Potty. So I I don't know why. Everybody uh, Wants to Potty? Yeah, like go to the bathroom. Weird. So I, um, I sent him this very long text message with the story in it, and I said, basically what I'm saying is Everybody Wants to Potty. <laughs> um. That really, that really like struck me as way less funny. Like the fourth time I told it. Yeah. You too. Mm -hmm. I can see it on your face. It's not that great. (laughs) All right. Well, fuck. This was, this was a a very dreams are fun. Oh, they are. So I mean, really, what like where did did the people come from? That's that's. I think I've asked that asked you before. Like people in your dreams, like the extras in your dreams. Where do they come from? There is no consensus. How do we? 
construct these people that have what you would think their own thoughts, their own motivations, their own fate. Like, where does this person really exist in the world? Um, well, some of them did. And yeah, for this like particular people that you dream. know, but the people that you don't know, like, where'd you see Like them? the teenager and his very yeah. old brother? I don't know. Isn't it fascinating? Uh, it is. It is. Uh, I don't know where I came up with that that weird relationship that they were brothers, but they're like 50 years apart. I don't know. A woman I went to high school with, Angie, she's really good at dream interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. The woman that I also went to high school with because we went to the same high school. Yeah, but yeah. you didn't know her. How do you know she's very good at dream interpretation? Uh, because I've asked her before and she's interpreted my dreams. She's interpreted them? She's interpreted my dreams. Uh, A yeah, but like, But how do you know she's good at it? Like... She interpreted them, and then she came up with empirical evidence to prove that her interpretation was correct? Sure. It seemed plausible. Some of her stuff seemed totally plausible. What do you mean? Give me an example. I can't give an example, because it's been years since she's interpreted my dreams. Okay. I, don't, I don't even remember what the dream was at the time that she interpreted it. Well, look, I can make up shit, too. Um, I do it all the time. You're mean. Oh. Um, I don't know how you can know that someone is is good at interpreting dreams. Um, and there's no consensus on on where elements of dreams come from. Like I'm going to Ted Yoho you in a minute. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm going to give a pref- press conference about Uh, did you see that he uh he uh I don't know if I don't know if he got booted or if he chose to step down from some charity because of his actions was it like uh it was a christian charity a mighty girl charity or something oh god Jeez. some christian charity uh ted yoho mika brzezinski <laughs> do you know who that is she's one of the hosts of morning joe and she's uh did she marry the one guy yeah or she and... married the co-host okay and but anyway she has this whole uh she's she fancies herself a self-help guru she's one of these rich people that that peddles these books like you can be rich too but it's like but i mean you you came from a very influential family i think her 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 father was like a defense secretary or something with uh uh so it's like you i mean not, i'm not gonna say her career was handed to her but she still started up at, on a different level than than somebody that you know well, look, doesn't have those connections, but selling so, hope is how people in power make. But whenever I watch make that, money. that show, um, her her book series is called Know Your Value, and it's peddled towards women, you know, to know their value. And but she constantly like, I know it's a branding thing, but she'll be like, "This person knows their value," and I'm like, "Ah!" I don't know why it made me think of that, but I'm just like, "Fuck you." That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Know your value, Megan. You need to know your value. Uh, well, my employer puts puts my value in a, an actual number. <laughs> it's it's quantifiable. It's too low. You need to. Go oh, I'll ask, say you it's need to too ask low. For more money, you need to know your value, man. You'd say, I write a book. I don't even I need know to my know my it. Value. I need my employer to know it. Yeah. Um, that's who is important because they have the money. Did I tell you this is actually kind of an awful thing? Then I, huh. so my boss really fought for me to get a raise, and I did get. I've gotten a couple of raises, um, but they're still. <laughs> I'm such a dick. Like she was really excited, you know, because I'm sure she probably really fought hard for it. And I and I looked at it and I said, "Well, still kind of in poverty." <laughs> Good for you, because you fucking are. Yeah. Not her fault. But... Not her fault. <laughs> oh Christ. Um. Yeah. <laughs> That that's that is kind of funny though. Like uh, this woman who grew up wealthy, it's like you can do it too. Well, a lot no, of celebrities can. do that. Oh, I know. You know, I know. It's like an avenue. It's like a step in there. You know, you you have to sell dreams, John. Leveling up to sell them. How I made it. How step I made one. It. God damn it. <laughs> Be born in America. Step two, have parents that are wealthy. Be Step white. Step three, be white. Step, Step three, four, marry, marry your co-host. Rich. Marry a rich man. <laughs> Step five, um, provide self-help books to those. Right. Step six, profit off of it. <laughs> Step seven, hold summits, collect money. 
say it so often that you believe it yourself. <laughs> Step eight, still still blame Hillary Clinton for the election. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know her value. Uh, she just, she... She overvalues her value. Yeah, yeah we didn't know her value. Mm. All those memes now are like, if Hillary Clinton was president, we'd be... We'd be going to a movie right now. <laughs> that that's possible. Yes. Uh oh. Justin and I watched um the uh the interview. Who was it? The Fox News guy that interviewed Trump? What's his name? Uh Sean Hannity? No, this is a oh. reputable guy. Oh, I know who you're talking about. The guy that's kind of yeah. Glass, does he wear glasses? He the, the was one, glasses the, one, the most credible out of all of them. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Anyway. We know um, who it is, though. Yeah. I like I like when we tell stories on here, uh, and then we don't remember anyone's name or what they said, but that we were mad about it. He kind of, he's he can tell he's a dick, though. The, the uh, host, he's a dick. I don't... He's a dick. Uh, maybe. Uh, but he gave it to him, and yeah. I, I kind of liked how... In a, a dicky man, way. approximately Trump's age, a white dude, mm-hmm. his peer uh, is like, well, no, that doesn't make any sense. That's <laughs> but not he true. said, I took the test and Trump was like, you did last question. You couldn't answer the last question. He said, he said something like it was subtract 100 by 7, 93. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did he say? Or subtract 7. Or, you know what I meant. I said it wrong. Trump said, I said something it like, uh, it's, uh, it's a very hard test. I mean, for me, it was very easy, but for most <laughs> it's, people, it's very hard. It's fucking, well, oh, God. It's a, it's a test <sighs> that you shouldn't be bragging about. Jimmy and I talked about, like, that's a test you get people to see if they have dementia. You shouldn't be bragging that somebody said you need to take this fucking test because they think they have dementia. We're all we going to die. We you're, do give a, a, a fascist. test that is, um, He's a fascist. That is a preliminary assessment for... A dementia. cognitive test, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, to see if all them gears are working you tell them right. A little, there's, the last one is you tell them this little story about this woman who is a stockbroker and blah, 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 and you give them a details. Woman. Like, oh, I know. Does that throws know, them she off. She knows her value. Um, yeah, she does. <laughs> um, and then you have to, rec- like they say, Clearly she lives in Chicago. <laughs> and then you say, it, you know, like when you ask them the questions about the, the story, what state was she from? Oh, uh. Uh, if they don't say Illinois, then they have brain damage. Well, no, they could also be shit at geography. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Or they you expect that they, they, they Chicago, and you're like, ah, got you. Yeah, that's not, that's a, not state. a state. And that's when you go, you are so dumb. <laughs> like when people say that Africa's. I'm a calling the man with the butterfly nets right now. <laughs> They're coming to get you. Yeah, so. Think we should wrap it up. See, I don't know yeah, how much. Yeah. I don't know how time we. How much time? No we idea. Spent today, because not at all. It could be an hour. It could be two hours. We don't know because we had to do it in three ways. We were trisected. Is that a thing? Yes, it is. Very good, John. Um, enjoy the song. Night garden. Night garden. Night garden. Makes me think of night gum. You remember night gum? No. Oh yeah, I do remember yeah. night gum. Um, by Benny or Benet, and uh, we won't be back next week. No, we could have my dad on the show. Wouldn't that be fun? I don't want to see your dad. No, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> do that. I don't know if I could. Not at all. I don't know if I could. Uh, you don't want to come over polite. and visit? No, I don't. My mom would love to see you. Yeah, well. My dad has no idea who your, you are. Your mom needs to know her value. <laughs> it's too late for that. Like, George, you're out. I know my value. I read a book. George. <laughs> I don't even know what your father's name is. Well, it's kind of funny that you said that because of my last name that we're not going to say, but. Oh. <laughs> um, Gary. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You got it. All right. That's Melanie's father's last name too, isn't it? I know. It's a very popular name Fucking in the Gary. 50s. Fuck me harder, Gary. Gross. All right. Nobody that's ever said that. Any future, uh, any future guests that I invite on, I hope you didn't make it this far. <laughs> The podcast. Yeah. We'll be back in two weeks. Bye. Oh, Bye. Waka waka. Feels like someone's watching me. A man is out there in the trees. Think that's the reason I can't sleep. I see him lurking in my dreams. I stand and walk out of my room. Everything around me feels so still. I wonder if he'll jump right out, cover my face, and hold me down.